are listening to the Master and Hakanui Wednesday afternoon. This is a cold chisel Wednesday. As we go and catch up with Joseph Mooney, MP for Southland. Good afternoon, Joseph. How are you? Yeah, good afternoon. Very good, yourself? Pretty good. You'll be a cold chisel fan, I take it? <laughs> good music. Great music. Great music. Great tunes. Um, Joseph, this evening, let's get into it straight away. Federated Farms has called the meeting at Stadium Southland. Seven o'clock this evening, um, you're currently in transit, heading back to Invercargill. Um, this is a no-brainer for a lot of people. We just need to get as much dialogue on the table as we can because what's at stake here is massive, to understate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on my way. Um, been in Wellington this week and Parliament and, and uh, shooting down to Invercargill for Federated Farmers meeting tonight, Stadium Southland. And, you know, it's on the government's proposals on the Hewaka Kanoa emissions pricing um, scheme. And, you know, there needs to be a, some really strong feedback to the government that this is not acceptable. Uh, you know, the proposal to shut down a fifth of uh, sheep and beef farming is, is you know, just absolutely not on. So reducing New Zealand's food production while increasing global emissions. Um, I, I don't know how on earth they came up with this plan, but um, need to send a clear message to them that that's not acceptable. And, yeah, we won't stand for it. I don't know if you've seen it on the news today, but China's proposing building a multinational, a multi-level, sorry, piggery up in the air. It is bizarre, and it's just going to be a massive animal farming industry up in the air. I mean, they're not worried about what New Zealand's going to be doing when you see what they're doing there. It, it is unbelievable, to say the least. So to come out with what Labor's trying to do, the New Zealand government is trying to do to farmers at the moment, just makes no sense. When you look at China, for example, these massive infrastructures that are going in for factory farming. Yeah, well, that's something I think I don't think Labor understands, actually, is that uh, the unique farming system we have in New Zealand. Uh, because of our temperate climate, we can farm pretty much year-round. Um, we've got this grass-fed you know, free-range uh, system. We've got the world's most carbon-efficient farmers. Um, and we're certainly not hearing it out of this government. We're not, we're not hearing the me that messaging at all, uh, just, just hearing about uh, why farming is a problem. Uh, you know, but food security is becoming a bigger and bigger issue globally. And, you know, in the, um, as inflation increases, the last thing you want to be doing is um, putting up proposals suggesting that we're going to re reduce our food production, which is in breach of, you know, the Paris Accord. Um, so uh, the, the level of analysis is uh, extraordinarily bad. Um, if, it's, if they've even turned their mind to this, I don't know if they have, to be frank. It was two weeks ago the announcement came out. Well, no, we're now pretty much a third of the way through the consultation process for getting submissions in. But is anything going to change if submissions for this, Joseph? What can actually change? What will the government change if they get feedback from farmers? Uh, well, it remains to be seen. Like, I'm not going to hold my breath, um, to be frank, but, look, um, we, we need to send a really strong message. And, look, if, if that feedback is sufficient, they, you know, maybe they'll change. Uh, they, they certainly, you know, they backflipped really quickly on their uh, KiwiSaver tax proposal in less than 24 hours. So, um, so they're not incapable of it, but having said that, they are, you know, really ideological. And my assessment, they're really stubborn and, and um, in fact, incompetent um, a lot of the time. So... Uh, look, it, I think it's really important that, that uh, Fed farmers are holding this um, meeting this evening um, to get feedback from farmers, which, you know, send a message back to the government. If it's not one thing, it's the other at the moment regarding this current government. Uh, we look at the health system as well. Southern District Health Board, Southern District Health Board, sorry, being overrun with uh, workload. But this, just, this is something that's just going on through the countryside. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, look, there's there's a lot of big challenges, and look, our health staff do an amazing job of what they have, but um, like the government isn't isn't coming to the party and, and helping them. Uh, and you know, one one example were the health performance targets, which the government took away, and uh, report in 2017 said that had saved thousands of lives. So it's just you know an, an accessible metric to see how well you're doing. It's not the answer or the panacea by any measure, uh, but it's certainly something that helped. And you know. Another example is the uh, nurse, the massive nursing shortage we have. Now, why on earth isn't the government just making it um, easier for you know nurses who come to the country to get immediate residency like they're doing in Australia? Again, not the answer by itself, but it's all these little things add up, uh, and we're just not seeing Labor move on it. They're just you know, committed to the ideological program again, which is to centralise everything. Are vaccine mandates still in place regarding health workers? Do you know? No, they're not from the government. Um, I. I, uh, workplaces can still have them, and that's why I understand what the district health boards have in place. Yeah, well, look, the, um, actually, Chris Bishop uh, called on um, the, the ending of those health mandates, like, I don't know, it must have been about two months ago now. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, so, but from the, from the government, they're no longer in place, but the, the uh, Tafata order, I think, uh, is how they call it these days, um, they still have them in place, to the best of my knowledge. We're talking about the basics here. We're talking about a health system. We're talking about education as well. That's something else that's to the fore at the moment too, Joseph. Oh, yeah. You know, education, it's, it's quite extraordinary, actually, this new data that um, 2% of kids in DSL1 schools um, don't have adequate uh, uh, writing skills um, to, you know, to pass basic tests. I mean, that's, that's a real indictment. And, you know... Yeah, you know, again, our teachers do an amazing job uh, with, with the tools they have available. But look, our kids, um, many of our kids are missing out, and we've seen a uh, minister, Chris Hipkins, that just seems to be asleep at the wheel and isn't actually focused on what needs to, to uh, you know, help our schools make sure our kids get the education they need for the future. Yeah, it's a real frustration just all over the board. I mean, we've just highlighted three things today. Um, obviously, like we say, the meeting tonight, seven o'clock at Stadium Southland, open anybody to attend. But it just shows what's happening across the board. I mean, you watch the news channels these days and um, there's just frustration everywhere, isn't there? Yeah, there is, yep. And there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of big challenges going on at the moment. Um, and we're just seeing a government who uh, thinks that if you just you know, throw together a little policy and chuck it out there incomplete and, and not properly thought through, um, it'll work itself out. Um, but not realising they create enormous uncertainty you know, in our uh, communities and in our economy. And um, and they also think if you just throw money at something, that'll that'll fix it without actually, you know, understanding. You, you actually need to go in there and work, work closely and listen closely to those in a particular industry who know what the industry needs. Uh, so it, it's uh, it's governed by you know student politicians who haven't had real life experience. Hey, Joseph Mooney, we'll leave it there. Thanks very much for your time on the Must of this afternoon. And, um, yeah, you'll be at Stadium Southland tonight, so anybody wants to go up and meet you, more than, more than welcome to go up and have a chat, aren't they? Absolutely, yep. No, Penny Simmons and myself will be both be there. So, absolutely love to uh, chat to anyone who wants to come, um, you know, give us their feedback. Appreciate your time, Joseph. Thanks as always. Appreciate it. Cheers. Joseph Mooney, the MP for Southland. Um, he'll be at Stadium Southland tonight. Just reiterating, uh, Federated Farmers is running the meeting. It is open for anybody to attend, though. 7 o'clock, do doors open, 6.45 at Stadium Southland. We'll continue this theme next. Uh, Dean Rabbage, uh, he's a Glenham farmer, but no doubt he'll have a bit of a say on what's going on tonight as well. That's up next, Wednesday afternoon. Oh,